Hello, everybody. Thank you and welcome to uh, another Raptors Cage Reaction Podcast. As the Raptors complete the sweep of the Brooklyn Nets, as as expected, uh, 150 to 122. Fairly uncharacteristic for a Raptors team to give up 122 points, but I guess it doesn't overly matter when you can score 150. And joining me to talk about this, one of the OGs of Raptors Twitter. I had to bring him on to witness the first sweep in franchise history. It's Chris Walder himself. How's it going, Chris? How was the how was the four game sweep for you? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And you calling me an OG of Raptors Twitter makes me feel very old. Uh, <laughs> just putting that out there. And uh, I'm, I promise you right now that this podcast will not go as long as that single note held during the national anthem that caught Kyle Lowry to crack. As soon as I saw that, I tweeted, I was like, yeah, Kyle's going to be a meme. And I don't know if enough people caught it for it to be a meme, maybe eventually. But yeah, no, that was, uh, <laughs> that was a pretty fun, uh, funny face by Kyle. I like that. Yeah, th- look, dude, the fact that this is a sweep, that the Raptors are through the Brooklyn Nets, this was inevitable. I mean, from the very get-go, we knew Brooklyn was overmatched. They had nothing to really throw against the reigning champions with all of the bodies that were missing. You know, there's no Kyrie Irving to save them. There's no Kevin Durant to save them. So it was a matter of whether it was going to be a clean sweep or it was going to be five games. And, you know, looking at the Raptors' history, they have this kind of, you know, knack for dropping game one at home. But... Look now, basketball gods, because there's no home court advantage anymore. We're all in a bubble. It doesn't matter. So the Raptors were able to pull out the brooms. And uh, look, this this game four was quite the snooze fest after the first quarter. But uh, I'm glad we are where we are. And we finally get the second round matchup that we've been dying for for what feels like uh, an eternity. Funny enough, yeah, you mentioned no home court advantage. And then you mentioned the Raptors often struggles at home in game one so maybe for the Raptors it's no home court disadvantage as far as a game one goes uh but okay don't let recency bias get a hold of you here but what was more exciting this the first ever sweep against the Brooklyn Nets in the first round or or the championship last year because they're 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 on pretty even playing fields I'd say oh yeah I mean it's basically <laughs> a coin flip at this point right I mean beating an undermanned Nets team in four games where most of the games were pretty much unwatchable like YTV wouldn't even pick up the telecast for those or you know facing the Golden State Warriors and winning the first championship in franchise history I mean take your pick dealer <laughs> yeah no I'm honestly yeah obviously I'm kidding but it is fun to get the first sweep in Raptors history because as you mentioned even like a series last year versus Orlando there's been some series where the Raptors have clearly clearly been the better team but they just haven't been able to pull it off because whether it's their game one or just some sort of Raptors playoff curse but uh, the championship broke all that the championship broke any sort of unconfidence that Raptors fans have because even something like where Kyle goes out with his hurt ankle and then Fred gets three fouls and Norm gets three fouls even in a series that's been going this far, any Raptors fan base before last year's championship would have just been fretting over that. So uh, it was nice to literally see three of our guards go out. It wasn't nice to see them go out, but it was nice to have the feeling of confidence after seeing them all go out. I mean, we've we've acknowledged the Raptors' depth to death, and I, I tweeted this out recently just before the end of the game. Like Terrence Davis would have been the second-leading scorer on the Brooklyn Nets tonight. That just goes to show how depleted... Uh, Brooklyn was in this game and I kind of expected more of an effort on their part and they certainly came out swinging you know being three nothing down and everyone pretty much writing them off from game one but at the same time I think just you know talent overcomes all and the Raptors even without Kyle Lowry they have so much uh, firepower 
going up and down their roster that Brooklyn couldn't really hang. And uh, again, the score doesn't surprise me. Maybe the fact that they scored 150 points was a little insane. And the fact that they got 100 points from the second unit because they didn't really play their starters a heck of a lot. But uh, this was a fun way to kind of close things out. And, uh, l- dude, let's start slandering the Celtics because I'm down to just start getting my hate out. I, I don't know when game one is going to start of this series. So are, are we going to just have it pop open a couple of beers here and just start crapping on Boston or what? Oh, man, I love where Raptors fans have gone. You know, before it was heading into game one, like, oh, you know, let's let's see. I, I believe in our team, right? And now it's like, yo, which L.A. team would be more fun to face in the finals? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This uh, th- this. This is the series, as you said, we've been waiting for, and I've said this a few times on this podcast, we've been waiting for this through like three iterations of both teams. Like We were wanting DeMar and Kyle against IT and his crew, and then we were wanting Kawhi and Kyle versus Kyrie and Tatum, and now we're finally going to get Tatum, Kemba Brown versus Pascal, you know, Fred, Kyle, so we're finally getting it. All three of those matchups would have been amazing, but uh, I'm excited we're getting it here in the second round. I'm not ready to slander them yet. I am um, not saying that I don't think the Raptors can win, but this Boston team is very, very strong. And I think it'll be, it's pretty much a coin flip at this point. Oh yeah. They're definitely loaded. They're especially top heavy. I don't trust their bench a heck of a lot. And their size mm-hmm. down low is going to be a problem because Marcus all and, and Ibaka and Siakam are going to feast unless, you know, uh, Teus grows another few inches, but that's not going to happen overnight. It it, kind of sucks because I would have rather faced the Celtics team that did have Kyrie Irving because they were a little bit more hateable. I kind of like the players on Boston. I'm I'm a big Jalen Brown fan. But at the same time, it's just it's the green and white. There's something about looking at that jersey and looking at the, you know, the back and forth that has gone on social media for so many years between Celtics and Raptors fans. And the fact that they've demanded this seven game series for so long just to prove who the better team is. And I feel like whoever comes out victorious, the other fan base is going to have to kind of take a step back for a bit. They're going to have to kind of keep their lips sealed for for quite a while until, you know, they inevitably face each other down the road. But this is the series that we've been waiting so long for. And I, I don't mean to kind of gloss over everything that happened with the Brooklyn Nets, but that that wasn't anything. You can't really take away a lot from that with the exception of what happened tonight with Kyle Lowry and his injury and whether or not that's going to impact the second round. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically the only thing we can take away is hoping Kyle's good. And I can't assume it's anything too serious because uh, initially his is like his plan to return or whatever was uh, to be determined. So that, that's a good thing, knowing that he wasn't just out for the count right away. But yeah, I mean, it, it still can be an, in effect, even if you're even if you're capable of playing because it can still be sore. But I guess we saw what Luca can do tonight on a sore ankle. So maybe the bubble just gives sore ankles some extra juice. Um, I guess as far as tonight goes, I, I think it was like 100 bench points. Like, And that's kind of yeah. that's kind of like poetic in a sense because as soon as this bubble started for the first three games it was like you know Fred's looking nice the stars are playing well but man we can't have the bench performing like this and what a way to complete the first round sweep by the bench essentially just carrying everyone yeah Norman Powell becoming the playoff P that Paul George attests to being but hasn't certainly shown up in that Dallas Mavericks series you know Powell coming through with 29 points tonight and five three-pointers and Abaka was just insane download. The guy had 27 and 15 in 20 minutes. Like those are the kind of outings that you want to kind of direct you into the Boston series. I'm not expecting those kinds of numbers all the time because obviously this was a blowout and and Brooklyn couldn't really hang around the rim and you know Abaka getting 15 rebounds in 20 minutes that's a testament to that. But at the same time you want their confidence to be high. 
And again, how many days there's going to be until game one, whether it's, you know, you're hearing Tuesday, you're hearing Thursday. You want those guys feeling at their best going into that series because that's the one. It, it really could. Look, Raptors fans talk a lot of crap, but Boston could easily take this series. It, it could go a, a number of different ways. Yeah, I hope it's a little later than Tuesday, especially with Kyle's ankle now. Um, but yeah, like you said, we're we're completely unsure. I'm sure we'll find out within the next day or so um, or so, I should say. But yeah, as you said, tonight was perfect for confidence because literally no one played bad. I mean, Pascal shot a little inefficiently, but he still had 20 points, 10 assists, and 6 rebounds. And aside from that, literally everyone played well, even down to like Matt Thomas, Terrence Davis. Stanley hit a few nice shots. Chris Boucher, Paul Watson came in and got a bucket. So literally every single person down the roster played well. And yeah, we just at this point, we just have to hope for full health heading in. It looks like everyone's good. But Kyle, and I'm assuming based off what we've heard... Uh, the little that we've heard that Kyle should be good to go. And I'm really hoping he is because he's obviously a absolute key part of this team. Yeah. Some of the Raptors got into foul trouble really early. I mean, I, I think there was three players on the roster who had three fouls by halftime and, and Fred Van Vliet certainly getting three in the first quarter alone. That was an issue. He's, you know, in my opinion, been the best Raptor in the bubble thus yeah. far. And you need to get, you need him at his best against Boston as well. That matchup with, with Kemba Walker, especially if Kyle Lowry does miss, you know, a game or two, which I don't expect. I'm just kind of, you know, keeping the option open that he doesn't uh, play the entire series, but it does look like he will be uh, good to go for that. But uh, again, yeah, there's not a lot you can kind of uh, downplay the Raptors for tonight. It was a dominating performance. Uh, shout out to Brooklyn, though, because I, I've said this a couple of times on social media. They actually came to play basketball. Unlike, you know, there was games where the 76ers against the Celtics looked like they just didn't want to be there. And I understand that Ben Simmons wasn't around. It's not the same team that the Raptors faced last year, you know, with Jimmy Butler and J.J. Redick. And they were four bounces away from possibly going on to the finals and winning the championship themselves. But Brooklyn's effort was you know, was always there and credit to Jacques Vaughn for getting those guys motivated and ready to play, you know, before the series even started, they were saying that we can hang with Toronto and we can possibly take them out. But lo and behold, we, we get the four game sweep that sweep that most of us anticipated, but you know, their consolation prize at this point is they get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving healthy for the start of next season. So they're going to be a player in the Eastern conference and they're going to be a title contender, but this year uh, it just didn't work out that way. Yeah, they, they should be good next year as long as Katie and Kyrie come back from their injuries strong. And, I mean, they're two of the top players in the league last we saw of them. So, hopefully they can. Uh, a guy like Karis LeVert, I just want to touch on him tonight. He played amazing, especially in the first half. Second half uh, definitely went quiet. And I think just the Brooklyn team was kind of ready to get on the plane and head home and see their families by the second half. And I honestly can't overly blame them. But Karis finished with 35. I think, like, 26 of those were in the first half. So, him and Tyler Johnson came out absolutely flaming but the Raptors were able to hit all their shots too and the Raptors just kept it up all game like 150 total they scored 34 points in the fourth was their lowest point total in a quarter which that's just absolutely crazy so um this game was exciting uh I gotta go really quick but Chris is there anything else in this game that you want to kind of touch on before we go 
Yeah, you 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 brought up Karis Levert. I'm wondering uh, if this was even kind of an audition for other teams because Brooklyn has kind of right. you know hinted at the past that they're looking for a third star, and, and Bradley Beal's kind of been linked to the team as well. Maybe the Nets will kind of use some of his performances in the bubble, and uh, specifically this game tonight where Levert just looked unstoppable on offense for stretches as like a trade chip. Maybe get, go out there and package him with a couple of their younger guys and get that third star to go with. Uh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, two guys who have uh, injury issues and you don't know if they'll be back to their old selves when they do inevitably return. But I do really like Levert wherever he ends up, if he stays in Brooklyn or if he goes elsewhere. I think he's a, a rising star in this league. And he was one of the the, the lone bright spots in this series for Brooklyn. Uh, Kyrix is just one of the most trash players I've seen in, in quite <laughs> some time. My God, I, I felt I was questioning Nets fans on Twitter. I was like, what do you think of this guy? Because I haven't seen this this man do anything right. And I remember him kind of, you know, digging his shoulder into OG Ananobi's uh, head there where he didn't even get the the flagrant foul a game or two ago and yeah it was just all downhill from there so I don't know if he'll be around uh, for the foreseeable future I'm a big Levert guy but again like I said before shout out to Brooklyn for kind of showing the effort and at least not kind of laying down dead for the Toronto Raptors but again I'm excited for this Celtics series I can't wait for it to start but Kyle Lowry I hope his ankle's okay no, totally. And the it, this series, as much as there were quite a few blowouts, I guess, I guess three of the four were kind of just beatdowns. Um, Brooklyn put up a fight the whole time, and they showed some of their young talent really showed life. Like Lavert, Jared Allen had some good games. I mean, Chioza, he honestly didn't look too bad. So they have quite a few young guys. And yeah, as you mentioned, it'll be interesting to see which of these guys are on the roster next year and which of them are used to trade for a potential star if they do complete that trade. So uh, this game, I feel like there was a decent amount to talk about but as you mentioned at the start of the show not a ton worth talking about because this whole series was just a beat down the Raptors their first sweep in franchise history um and you know the real real playoff start now Th these were kind of just a continuation of seeding games and that kind of thing a chance for Nurse and the team to experiment uh but I'm excited the second round should be really fun uh Chris you got anything to shout out before we head out uh, sure. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Walder Sports and be sure to subscribe to the Walder Sports cast wherever you download your podcasts. I got some fun interviews on the horizon and I can't wait for everyone to check those out. For sure. It's a it's a definitely a great pod. Go check that out. Uh, you can follow me at Zach Wilson 50 on Twitter at Raptors Cage on Twitter to follow the show and then go to RaptorsCage.ca and then subscribe to the Playgrounder podcast. It's my other NBA pod. Uh, Chris, thanks so much. Let's do this again in the second round when we got a, a bit more time on my on my end. Yeah, we'll go a little bit harder on the Celtics with the slander, but uh, thanks for having me, buddy. Can't wait to do this again. <laughs>